Hello, and welcome to the Tech Dirt Podcast. I'm Mike Masnick. The world is increasingly technological, so we have better get methodical. Bringing precision to critical digital journalism with the singular vision of a modern monocle. Stopping the copyright police from pulling the wool on us. Facing and taking on all the plate to pay to troll. Document the ways that they aim to take control. Scrutinizing through their lies and make them fold. If we don't stand up to them, someone will get hurt. To grab a shovel and dig up the tech. If we don't stand up to them, someone will get hurt. To grab a shovel and dig up the tech. That music that you just heard is our brand new Tech Dirt Podcast theme song by the always wonderful Dan Bull. You can check out all of his music at itsdanbull.com, and I highly recommend it because he is wonderful. Speaking of music, many people these days use Spotify to listen to music, and a few weeks back there was something of a collective freakout online because Spotify updated its privacy policy to include a few things that, when looked at without any context, appeared odd for a music service. For example, it wanted to access your photographs and your location. Of course, when put back into context, none of those changes really seem that out of place. It wanted access to your photos in order to let you upload your own images for your own playlists, and it wanted access to things like your location to do special location-aware playlists. And Spotify insisted that it would always ask people directly for permission before actually accessing any of that data anyways. While it can be argued that Spotify perhaps made a mistake in not including that kind of context, both in the privacy policy itself and in the announcement about it, I'd like to argue that there's a bigger underlying issue here, and that is that privacy policies are a stupid idea, and we should do away with privacy policies altogether. Privacy policies were one of those things that people came up with in the early days of the web, thinking that if companies had a privacy policy, it would somehow force them to take privacy more seriously. But since the only way you can actually get in trouble is if you violate your own privacy policy, the incentives are designed to get companies to write really broad privacy policies that let them do almost anything so as to avoid the possibility of violating their own privacy policy. And yet, many services and apps are required by law to have privacy policies, even as they're almost entirely meaningless and, of course, no one reads them. It was a bad solution to the problem of how do we avoid destroying people's privacy, and yet we only seem to double down on them as we keep going. I think, personally, that we should just get rid of privacy policies ent entirely and put the power back into the hands of the end users directly. That is, whenever a service or an app needs to access some of your information or data, it can ask you. And then, at that moment, with the context there and everyone aware, you can respond and decide if you're willing to make that trade-off. Perhaps, in more advanced versions, individuals can set up their own bots with certain rules for when information can be shared, but building that into the technology and putting the power in the hands of the end user seems infinitely more useful than privacy policies and the structure that we have today. So here to discuss whether or not privacy policies should be killed off entirely are our regular co-hosts, Dennis Yang and Hirsch Reddy. So guys, am I being too hard on privacy policies? Do they serve any real purpose? Um, I guess I'll go first <laughs> since I'm the attorney. Yes, uh, the lawyer in the house goes first. So I, I think you're being a little hard on privacy <laughs> policies. I think, I think 
so here's the thing. The alternative to giving people policies mm-hmm. at the time they sign up for something is to have some broad-based sort of industry understood kind of rules of the road, whether that comes from a regulator or that is just kind of the recognized way you behave kind of thing in an industry. And most internet types of companies, um, the, the industry is so young that I don't think those rules have necessarily emerged. Maybe they, maybe they slowly will in the next few years, but they haven't yet. And the purpose of the policy is to, is to essentially put in place uh, uh, you know, not necessarily something that we expect every user to read, mm-hmm. but to put in place something that at the very least spells out the relationship in a way that makes it so that the parties aren't unnecessarily dragged. Yeah, but that's, court, I mean, right? I yeah, mean that, that's legalistic bullshit, right? I mean, yeah. it, but, but here's the thing, right? Okay. I mean, if it's legalistic bullshit from your point of view if you're not a shareholder of the company, because these <laughs> kinds of lawsuits are not a joke, right? Like, yeah, so but it, it's a necessary element of the way the American system works, right? It might not, it might not be necessary in a less litigious society, but it's absolutely necessary yeah, in the United yeah, but, States. Yeah, but I, I think that's even distorting it, right? I mean, the only, again, the privacy policy only becomes an issue if you violate the privacy policy itself, right? So, and, and, and besides, the argument that you're making, and, and, I, I, I see where you're coming from, but the argument that you're making is different than the argument that was made that for for privacy policies in the first place, right? Which is yours talking about sort of avoiding the, the litigation cost. And maybe there's something there, and that's interesting, and we can explore that. But the, the original idea behind privacy policies was that it would force companies to not just enunciate what they were doing in terms of user privacy, but would then, you know, put pressure on them to actually be good about user privacy. I mean, I, I don't know how anyone ever thought that was going to be the case. <laughs> Who's going to read these things and digest them? And, and I mean, it, it, that would be the case if we had um, something like the Better Business Bureau or like Consumer Reports or something for privacy policies. Right. Somebody who goes through and parses them all and says, and okay, there, I there, rank this And there have been that. attempts to do that. But, but nobody even reads right. the like reviews is what I'm saying. Sure. Right? Like this, people, it's like a non-issue. When I sign up for a service, I'm an attorney. I don't even look at them, right? Yeah. Like, like who's supposed to look at these yeah, things? I mean, like nobody actually goes, like, is, has there ever been a situation in which you've looked at a privacy policy or a terms of service and just said, you know what, I'm not going to do this? So right. I mean, and even even the people who do read them eventually just give up and be like, yeah, all right. You know, right. I'll, there's I'll there's a it. few companies. There's been this recent trend where a few um, web services have these policies that are written in plain English. Yep. And and, and I think that's promising. Yep. And that actually makes well, people read. Yes them. and no. Well, I mean, like, yes, I agree. Like, that's promising. That's better than the legalese version. But I think it's still doubling down on this idea that like privacy policies are a thing that that actually have some sort of meaning or value. And and I I'm still not convinced that's true. I mean, I, I have a question in terms yeah. of, like, you know, lately I've been looking at a lot of mobile apps that use, like, your phone number, for example. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, a lot of times when you're typing in your phone number, there'll be, like, a one little line underneath the phone number box that says, we'll never share your private information. Is, this, is that, like, a legally binding yeah, I thing? I mean, if you make that representation and you don't, and you then go and share the number... That's right. that's a clear violation. I mean, the, but I guess yeah. what is sharing and the le- right. I mean, that gets into all sorts of questions. That's and actionable. I mean, if, here's the thing about a privacy policy, right? If you notify people, mm-hmm. yeah. right, that you're going to do a certain thing and then you don't do that thing, that's actionable. Right, and that's right? Uh, that's so. the the other basis behind the privacy policy, which is to to lock people in 
but even then, I mean, like, yeah. what does that mean? And, and then you would still have a dispute. You say, so you have, you see something and you check off a box and say, we will never share your phone number with anyone. Now what happens if that company gets bought by another company? Then right. they have shared that, inf- assuming that the company or, that's or buying is buying the assets. That one line just means like, you know, okay, what if it, within the company they're like, hey, this guy's phone number is this, give him a call, he has a question, right? Like that kind of thing. It's like, well, you shared your phone number. That that little one line thing is kind of like a plain, plain English kind of thing that yeah. they're trying to essentially simplify. Like, don't worry, like we're not going to do anything bad. And, right? and yeah, yeah. Well, and that's it, where legalese comes from. Right. And then, e- e- yeah, even things. then, like we run into difficult or, or strange situations. We were just having a discussion. I'm not going to reveal too much about this, but uh, <laughs> we're not doing it. I'll, I'll, I'll say it, like we, yeah. we, 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 we got a, there was a, uh, I'm trying to figure out how do I distort this enough without revealing what, what, who was trying to do what, but, um, <laughs> but there was a situation where, where, a company had approached us about about doing something um, to collecting some information on TechDirt users yeah. that involved where they promised, like, well, you you don't have to share any of the private information about your users. What you have to do is um, you'll you'll hash the information and mm-hmm. you basically share the hash version with us. But you know, the more we were looking at it, the only way that that w- made sense was that they were basically going to use the same. Yeah. hashing code for all these different companies that were doing it and getting them to share. And then we're like, is that within our privacy policy? Because it's anonymized data, but it's, it still it's links a, an individual between several exactly. sites. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and so even if that is technically within our privacy policy, man, that feels bad. Well, and like, I mean, so we wouldn't do that, but it's a good idea that you didn't, because if you really think about it, the way that kind of uh, technique is used is, Yes, they never know who the real person is connected to the information. However, they can follow that person across the web, deliver them advertisements. So that guy goes to another website, and all of a sudden, this spooky ad comes up. Right. Right. Uh, I think a a couple of weeks ago, wasn't I saying that I'd done something like buy a pair of Nikes or something? And all of a sudden, I got like all these Nike ads following me on completely different websites. And I was like, what in the world? Yeah, that's pretty standard these days. Yeah, but this is right. But this is trying to take it to another level. Like, that's all mostly done just by straight cooking, right? Right. Yeah. Whereas this is trying to take it to a different level, but they're trying to really get around these these privacy policies, where like it's this idea of like, well, you we won't share information, and they, you know, this, we kept being told like, you know, well, you're not sharing any of the private information because it's all, you know, it's all hashed. But yeah, I mean, who, you know, the end result <laughs> is still pretty sketchy. Well, well, he, so here's the thing, right? Like, uh, man, I'm like switching on the other side all of a sudden. <laughs> That's all right, but but um. This whole feeling that something is feels sketchy, right? Of being these ads following you around, right? Yeah. Like the, the typical thing, like if we went back like a decade or two decades, the thing that was like really at the heart of most privacy discussions were things that were really um, directed at, at at third parties finding out about you specifically as an individual, where you lived, your phone number, what you were saying, what w- you what's were doing. commonly referred to as PII, yeah, or personally, personally identifiable, identifiable information. information, like pr- private facts about mm-hmm. you, right? Your yeah. sexual orientation, this and that. Those were the things. Um, and now it's kind of become this thing. I, I think there's like that generation has kind of gotten a heightened sense of um, sensitivity about simply getting messages that are targeted to them, mm-hmm. right? And Sometimes I freak out about it too because I was just describing that story to you. But if I really think about it, I'm like, what am I freaking out about? Sure. Right? Like they don't know who I am or where I live or anything. They just know that a visitor came to the website, 
this guy probably likes these Nike shoes. Let's show him another pair of Nike shoes. Right. But they wouldn't actually even have the information to send those Nike shoes to my house. They don't know where that person is. Like, it's not really, it's, a, it's, it's more like here's a screen yep. associated yeah. with somebody that, that probably and likes I, Nike shoes. It could even be my wife on the same computer, by the way, right? Right. And, but I think that's the distinction that, like, especially when it comes to advertising, they don't care that it, it's you, Hirsch Reddy, that's interested in Nike shoes. They only care that it's your browser that yeah. is interested in Nike shoes, right? So, like but why should Dennis care. Be, care about that? If, if right, that's he, what I'm saying. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, I, think I, I, mean, I think it doesn't matter, right? right. Yeah, so, I, and, I, and this is, yeah, I mean, we're going a little bit off, but like, I think, I think that's true, where I think, yeah. I think there, there is a sort of overreaction to the idea that data that can match us up. Because I think it's, it's confusing to understand like how that Nike ad is so targeted to it feels like it's targeted right. to me to you no know, to you Hirsch Reddy when like it's really just targeted to Cookie ID whatever whatever right so yeah, exactly. and I think that from maybe and a, also a also it's important to to recognize too yeah. like that that while that information is the information is flowing back to the server basically saying show a Nike ad it's not there's not information going to Nike or Amazon or whoever saying like. Hey, Hirsch Reddy is interested in in these things, and so yeah. like, there's this idea that's like, oh, it's selling data or whatever, but right. but often it's it's not. It's just selling the information that like the person sitting here in front of this has a right. higher than chance likelihood and I think would be interested in Nike products because maybe that's just a misunderstanding of how the technology works or how it, like how it feels. That's what how it feels, right? right? It feels like something knows something about you that it shouldn't know. Yeah. Um, there, there is one creepy possibility though, <laughs> and the creepy possibility is if anyone were ever to get this generalized hash, and yeah. then and link it to your ID and actually be able to do right. that. Right. And I think that that's that. Right. Because linking, then there'd be a huge amount of information. Linking right? your advertising cookie ID to PII is not generally seen as ethical. Yeah. But yeah. It, but it, but you know it can happen, right? I of mean, course. Yeah. And because I mean, the, yeah. the, like whatever store that you bought the the pair of shoes from obviously knows who you are. And where you live, and what your exactly what your credit card information is, right? So, they could very well go out and look in the data and be like, "Hey, by the way, right, this cookie ID is Hirsch Ready, and he lives here." Right. So, I mean, it, it would be so so like seeing a Nike ad feels a little creepy, but what would be seriously creepy is if the ad showed your credit card number and said, "Click here to buy this. We already have your credit card number." Right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no? You're saying no? That, that wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so this is going no. off track, but now I'm interested. <laughs> I, I don't, I, like, I think there's a way to connect those two dots without, without transferring PII, right? So I think there's You could, it, you it could feels, in theory, keep it, keep yes. it separate you could keep and it separate. just populate. Yeah, exactly. And like knowing how that, knowing that oh, how it could technically work. I don't know about that no. because, because the only way you could do that, you're still, because here's here's an, here's another here's a case of kind of how that works, right? Which is like, you can have a shopping cart and on on a website, and you're half filled, and you and you stopped, uh -huh. you didn't complete the transaction. You will get an ad that says, "Hey, Mike, finish that transaction right now, and we'll give you free shipping." Okay, that is that is an ad that I've seen. What and really? Yeah. So I gotta start leaving my shopping cart. I know. Cart what in full. the world? <laughs> yeah. So so that like that kind of like stitching is possible. And that ad actually doesn't but, know that it's you, Mike Maznick. It's just it's just kind but, of connecting that, the dots. But that on the back end. Yeah. Wait, where are you seeing that ad though? On another site. On another site, really? Yeah. 
Yeah. That site, that other alternative shopping site is probably not happy about you being pulled back to the first site to make no, it. No, 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 but no, it's, it's, but it's, you'll be it's, going uh, on but reading the, news or whatever. But the ad will, will still, but, but in that case, yeah, that's still not necessarily a third party site, third party getting information right. that, that the, the ad server knows you, the third party site, whatever site it is that you're reading the news on or, or right doesn't know who you are right and that's that's kind of the beauty of this like ad ecosystem that's been kind of created to both preserve PII like the the sanctity of PII and serve you relevant ads and that's that's why we like kind of online advertising is in this space right now where we have the ability to target at the it feels like Hirsch Ready and Mike Manzik level but the ultimate advertiser doesn't actually know that it's targeted to Mike Manzik and Hirsch Ready right mm, yep. so you can say you can basically create a target that says Give me my customers that have an un, like a filled shopping cart that haven't yet finished finished a right. transaction, and hit, let's hit them with this ad. Right, right, and it's not even right. It's not, it's not even give them the information. It's just yeah, give them like, enough information to present know. this I don't know this, who, this particular. Yeah, actually, the way it probably works is the guy who yeah. has a shopping cart probably knows the hash for those guys, and he's like, right. "Here's the hashes that I want you to send this ad to." And Maybe or no, no you, what you do is you just put it. You put a cookie on the shopping cart page, and you put a cookie on the on, you know, a call on the, on in the, the in transaction the end page, and yeah. the ad servers basically just keep track of, keep track of these people, right? Well, no, we're far we've, away. From we've gone, yeah, we've Sorry, walked very, little... very far away and into into a different topic, which we'll we'll cover yeah. another time. But like, so let's 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 walk our way back to the privacy policy issue, and and so let me let me bring up the the thing yeah. that I I did raise in the intro, right. which is like instead of privacy policies, why right. isn't why isn't it just handled by technology? Which is you don't have to agree to a privacy policy directly, but any time that the you know uh, uh, you know as the company is accessing your information or storing your information, it mm -hmm. makes a direct request and says this is why. I need this information. Will you allow it? Be because this is the what that would. I mean, I think what that would end up happening is every time you're browsing the web or looking at any website, it'll be like, "Hey, um, do you mind if Google knows that you're here?" And you're like, "What? I'm reading TechDirt. Why does Google want to know that I'm here?" Right? It's it's also kind but, of but like but 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 I yeah. so like I recognize like you, you do have the the potential problem which is like suddenly people are overwhelmed with buttons and then what yeah. generally happens is they just start clicking either no 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 yes. no or yes 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 but that could also force them to put in the context that is necessary. Right. Right. And and people I actually people don't do that on the Google Android store. They don't put any context. No. Uh, right. Right. Yes. In the Google Android store, they don't. But I'm saying now, if if you're giving more and more power to the end user. That actually gives them pressure to actually have to explain themselves and say, why do you need this? Why do you want this? And what are we doing with it? And it makes people actually understand the, the trade-offs that they're making and gives them more control at the same time. So, so th that answers only one part of the question, though, Mike. Okay. And the part of the question it answers is, at the point of transfer of the information, yes. there's a permission asked and a permission given. Yes. But once... The then information what? is turned over. What purposes is it used for? There you need a policy. There's no technology that's going to let you do anything. Because once the bits have transferred, an unethical player could do a billion things. And the reason you have a policy, a legalistic sounding policy, is so that the good businesses can protect themselves in, from the firestorm of litigation that'll happen around any area where these kinds of things happen, right? I'm like getting lectured now. Okay, right? <laughs> so that's why. But you see what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, no, no, I, I, I do. I totally see what you're saying. But, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm still not convinced, right? So, what is the, what is the legal basis for that? What, what would someone get sued over if they didn't have a legal, if they didn't have a privacy policy? 
Okay, so... Yeah, or, or if they... I mean, could someone have just a really horrible privacy well, policy? Right, I mean, that's the thing, right? So in theory, you you could and you should have a privacy policy that says, we collect everything, we do well, everything with it, we don't might, care about your privacy. Yeah. Except that if someone finally reads it, then like with Spotify, then people freak out and then you have to apologize. Right. And, and so you, have so to you wrap that in legalese so that it looks like a privacy policy. And then if anyone accuses you of anything, you say, yeah. look... We didn't break our privacy policy, and that's basically the only thing you can get us for is if we yeah. did something that we said we wouldn't do. Yeah. So it's it's actually kind of dangerous legally to try to hide the ball and make and 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 nah. and, and, and yes, it, you but, can, but judges will come down on you. You may lose lawsuits. If if you if yeah right. So if you're extreme and you really hide yeah. it, right. So but, so here's it. Let me let, let's 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 examine a scenario in which we have two companies and one doesn't have a privacy policy and they both essentially do the same and, and thing. we should say like i mean legally almost every company is required to have a privacy yeah. policy i right mean there's now, other so, reasons like, for that right yeah, like yeah. there it's actually a administrative rule right like um, sure. from the what's the name of it? um it's like false advertising essentially i can't remember the exact thing but but it's actionable under a very specific thing if you don't have a privacy right. policy which which says specific things anyway if you're collecting data from a user, right, mm -hmm. and um, you pretty much, let's say you're just doing like something like Reddit, right, where you're not taking any personal identifiable information at all, okay. right? and they're just making posts and that kind of thing. And and there's another website that does the exact same thing. There's two of them. One has a privacy policy that's that's pretty not super broad, but says certain things like if you post uh, personal information. Um, you know, that's on you. It may be shared in this and this ways and whatever through these apps or whatever. Okay. Right? And this other website, which is like Reddit, doesn't have that. Okay. Right? Now, both of them do the same kind of thing. If some years go on and they both decide to make mobile clients. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, a specific user makes a post on one of these um, websites mm -hmm. and posts some personally, personal information in a private subreddit or something like that, right? And for whatever reason, that private subreddit where, where she thought her information would be, would be, would be kept or perhaps uh, deleted when she asked for it to be deleted, there was some kind of bug or something like that. And through no fault of the, of the companies, like no purposeful fault, it, that information was revealed in some mobile client, not okay. on the website, right? Not in the forum that she actually originally posted, but in this other forum that Got people, it. right? The, s the second company that has a privacy policy would probably have some kind of provision in there that says that, hey, we have the right to republish, blah, 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 and use it for these purposes. Right. And they would be fine. And the first company that didn't have the privacy policy would be in deep, Why? deep. Crap. What would, what the would they have is, violated? Is because if they would have to go to court and convince the judge and the jury that... Under, that this what, second what would the claim be over? Oh, the claim would be your general claim of like, you know, like uh, a violation. Your, your, of, of, what? Of, your of what? But there's oh, no what? privacy policy. <laughs> no, but the private. But the thing is, is that the, your personal information, putting it out, and any liability that comes from that, um, what, what, isn't doesn't come from the privacy policy. There's certain things that you just can't do with people's information. Like what? Like you can't. Uh, like, like for example, if you give somebody, uh, if you post an address in a private forum where it's not supposed to be published, and it gets published, that's actionable. You can't How? take some. Where? Why? Since when? Because that's that's their. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't think that I don't think you're right. I mean, the, the number of people who do, like and 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 this is not not to approve of like doxing, right? But like 
doxing happens all the time and it is legal, right? I mean, for the most part, if you find someone's address and you figure out what their address is mm-hmm. and you post it publicly, there's nothing that someone can go after no, you No, no, yeah, that, 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 that's if you find it yourself, but if it's information you... But I shouldn't call it the address. <laughs> let's call it something else, right? Let's, okay. Let's, let's call it some... So, so, so how about medical information? Like the, 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 yeah. the, 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 the well, biggest that, that, pile of private information there yeah. is, Well, right? there's a lot of laws around that. Like you just can't take someone's medical well, information and release it. You, you can if you're, if you're the, like the doctor, right? But mm-hmm. say somebody else gets it say yeah. i somehow get access to your file your doctor's yeah, but files you, and i post no, but that's it. you as an individual if you uh-huh. if i didn't give it to you and you got it from uh-huh. somewhere that's one thing but me as somebody who's storing the information if i let it out well, that's yeah, a different no, that's thing. A, and that's true that's that, that's a that's a that's, separate law that's, but that's, that's how, the case but, i'm talking about but 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 we're not talking about but that's not the situation we're talking about. So, like, yeah, like if you're, it if, is in the situation. If, if you're talking about a service that is collecting medical information, that's one thing. But we're not. We're talking about a thing like Reddit, and there's nothing. There's she's there's, on a private subreddit that isn't supposed to be public, and through some bug of the website, that information that was in that subreddit, this is the fact scenario I gave you, got released. Yeah. Right, and I don't see that, what legal claim that because there would that was be. supposed to be, that was not published information in the general so? sense that it went out to the internet. So, so by that company releasing it, let's call it Reddit. Although yeah. I feel bad about it, <laughs> that would be them releasing her information that was stored on their service, and that I think would be actionable. I mean, I haven't looked. I, 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 I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think I think people think it would be, but I think it's not. I mean, is is the privateness of that subreddit like the key hit, the key yeah, there? Exactly. I mean, so so the only thing the only thing I could see you argue potentially right, right. is that because this subreddit or private. this forum was private, you made some sort of implicit or or exactly. perhaps explicit, explicit promise explicit. Yeah. that of, this of that privacy. all the information would yeah. be kept private. But even then, I don't know that you could make a convincing argument of that because once it's, you have put that information yeah. out there, anyone else in that subreddit could take that information Correct. and post it somewhere else. Yeah, and but you that would be not, their action. Yes, it would, but you wouldn't have a you wouldn't have a legal claim against those individuals either. And I don't think you would Maybe have a legal claim. Those... I don't think you would have a legal. Are claim you going to trust the... a court to come to that decision? I mean, that's the yeah, huge. I think that's I a, would. That's a hundred million dollar question, right? right so there, yes, right? <laughs> there's a, a huge chance that courts would you know you would find some stupid court somewhere that would you know would would make a bad ruling on it. But I don't think it would last. And I don't think, on the whole, if you did a hundred of those cases, if that you... that the vast majority of them would come out with no liability for the service provider. If there wasn't a privacy policy, uh-huh. well, okay. Uh, Again, uh, we're we're in this fantasy world where you're not required to have a privacy okay, right, policy, exactly. right? Because all of this changes in the real world right now, let's, where you are say, required to have one. Let's but, say let let's let's put it a different way. Okay. Let's say it's a bunch of Bitcoin stored on my Dropbox, which is supposed to be private. Okay. And some uh, bug and and Dropbox releases the numbers on the internet. There's some bug, and they accidentally publish it. Do you think that would be actionable? If they didn't have specifically right. have a policy that says that, hey, we're not going to be liable for if you put something important on you. And really, if if there was no policies like that, there was no contracted um, uh, why, know, why would they waivers. Be, would they be liable? I don't know if they would be I liable. think they would, absolutely would be liable. They I mean, promised you, to keep your stuff private. Well, when they did failed. They, when, but you said they didn't have a policy that said they no, promised. No, <laughs> exactly. They didn't promise you, but there's the implication of so, well, how they right, right, set right. up the so, service. Okay, so let me, let me just back up and <laughs> okay. understand, because I'm sitting here listening, and what it sounds like you're saying is that if I don't promise either way, then I make an implicit promise. So you should make sure to 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 
explicitly, exactly. explicitly promise not to not to save anything or to not not to actually anything way. could happen and that's what they generally do in the thing look we're not responsible for your data we're not responsible if anything happens we're not going to take any consequential damages i mean because by is, not by not saying anything you, you could assume that i that i'm going to protect your stuff exactly by the way you describe your service and how you offer it up hey secure storage of your service and all these other things that essentially are so, taken as promises. So what you're saying is that I can make a service that says, hey, secure storage of your stuff. And as long as I have a policy that says, yes, <laughs> not, it's not really secure. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's if, not if, that. It's, it's, say, like it's, that. Say, it's saying like, if there's an act of God yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that, that, suddenly, that, that suddenly reveals yeah. all of the private information, we are not to blame. Or they would say something else. They'll say something along the lines of, if a hack occurs, then your damages are limited to $10,000. <laughs> something reasonable, right? Like, Right. right, and not the full value of your one million of Bitcoin that you put on your Dropbox, right? Like so, that, are you saying that my Coinbase account has some sort of a clause that says it actually it, does? It, yeah, it, it, I, I haven't looked. Yeah. I should probably look at it. Not it, that well, I have no, anything. Well, Coinbase. Coinbase. I don't know if you know, but <laughs> we're, there. We're, we're getting <laughs> off topic. But Coinbase actually guarantees your your Bitcoin against. Yeah, hackers. we are going way right. yeah. down a down you, a. You brought up Bitcoin, so that's yeah. Anyways, I think we're running out of time on this one, but. It was a good so, discussion. <laughs> do we do we figure out privacy policies are good or bad or not? I, I like okay. I am. I will say as my final word here, and then you guys can chime in. But I, I, I see that there may be some reason why yeah. privacy policies could make sense, but it seems like such a rare case to me, and such a, a, a small area of law that it might actually matter for. Whereas I think. Something that puts more, that uses the technology instead of the law to handle it mm-hmm. would be much more powerful, would create much greater transparency, much greater user control, and much greater real power over, over private information than relying on this privacy policy framework that everyone focuses on that doesn't seem to do any good. And so I, I, still, am, um, I still think we should kill off privacy policies. And, and with that, I'll... Pass, pass the baton to somebody else. I mean, I think I think the you know the, the technological solution kind of exists out there. Like there's there's plug, like I use a, a Chrome extension called Ghostery uh-huh. that shows me all of the third party cookies. And I think like I'm, ima- I'm imagining what that would look like for the bulk of people surfing the web, and they'd be like, whoa, like what's going on? Like is that at, maybe maybe that would be a good thing if they if everyone used a Ghostery to to block third party cookies or or look at privacy policies or you know to see to see every time someone was looking for information from you. And, um, I, and I still think, like, y- you could set it up in ways that are more user-friendly, that you don't have to, like, actually look at everything, but you could get set up general rules that basically say, you know... Right. But, but I guess what I do worry is that people just be like, okay, the browser now has this ghostry function built in. Yeah. It's like, okay, just... It's going to pop up. It's, you're going to click on okay, 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 and then you can go about, go about, you know, doing your business. And then... Eventually, when something happens, people will be like, "Oh, I didn't know." It's like, and then, yeah, I, and, I, I and think that, it's marginal. That, I think it's, it feels marginally more, you know, effective than the current privacy policy. Is what I'm what I'm trying to say, right? Like, basically, the privacy policy exists on every site. Nobody looks at it, and what I I feel like maybe I'm being pessimistic here. Is that if you have a technological situation where it's asking everyone to like vet every single information request people will, will just kind of click it and ignore it just like they you you ignore every eula or, or sure. terms terms of i mean so what if what if what if you could do it in a slightly different way right what if it's yeah. just a notification which is that the, the process still happens you're notified and 
I don't know. I mean, I'm making this up as I go along, but you have a chance to pull pull it back. So yeah. if you look and you say like, hey, wait a second, I did this and Spotify took my location information. I'm not real happy about that. I want to cancel that out and delete right. that database entry. Right. Right. I mean, that that might be cool. And maybe maybe there there is some sort of like a historical view that can see like, hey, you know, like, did you know Spotify looked at your location? And you're like, why? And Spotify's like, don't worry about it. Like, we, we did it because we want to add you to the San Francisco listener list. You're like, right. okay, cool, awesome, right? Yeah. And I think that, yeah, I mean, I just think I just think that there's a way to do this and, and that privacy policies are, have just not been an effective way. Yeah. So anyways, that's, that's my thought. Hirsch, since we've been arguing this whole time, you get the final word. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you've been looking at privacy policies completely from sort of the user's point of view, and I, I just want to bring it back again and kind of reiterate <laughs> the point. It's, it's for both parties. It's for the company and for the user. Sure. It serves a notification purpose. But which, it which, which, which it does. <laughs> it, it, it serves a, a legal notification okay. purpose, not from the point of view of, okay. the, of the user. Yes. It, it makes a legally sufficient... It, you basically notify the user as to how you're going to do stuff, which protects the company, right? Like it's like we. You I told guess we you said you he would have the last word. I see you biting your tongue. I, I know. Um, no, go ahead. No, that's cool. You know, I, you're you're right, right? Like, it, it, but but if if the entire point of the the privacy policy framework is to cover the asses of companies, is that really? That is the point. That Isn't is that the point. That's the hurt. That's that's what Hurt is saying. Right, it's not but, for but, the but, user. But 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 the whole idea behind privacy policies was to protect the users, not to protect the companies. Users don't even read that. <laughs> right. Well, well, now we're right back at the beginning. So anyways, yeah. all right. Anyways, I think we're done. Yeah, I think we are. <laughs> I think we actually agree, Mike. You I'm, I'm sure. I, I think we do agree. I do. I, and I, I we're we're arguing at the margins, but you know, we, we both agree that from a user's point of view, they're kind of pointless. Right. And uh, and I think we both agree that they're kind of necessary for the way companies work yes. in the sense that they need to put something up there so they just don't get sued. Yes. And to satisfy various regulators, especially in Europe. Yeah, yeah. thanks, well, thanks everywhere. lawyers. And the U.S. too. I mean, the, right. the, whatever. It's harsher. But yeah, yeah. No, they're, both, they're both. They're both terrible when it comes to privacy policies. But, but my point is that if we're actually talking about privacy and we're actually talking about protecting privacy, privacy policies are a ridiculous solution that actually are counterproductive and don't... So you you, you want to rename the privacy policy to a cover-the-company's-ass policy. Yes, because that's <laughs> what it is, right? So let's just call it that. And with that, <laughs> I think we're going to shut this one down. We'll be back next week where we'll have another fun, interesting discussion, perhaps picking up on some of the topics we talked about today. And so thank you once again for joining us, and uh, we'll be back. Bye. grab a shovel and pick up the cat. If we don't stand up to them, someone will get. To grab a shovel and pick up the cat.